Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 183. Thank you for joining us tonight. How you doing, Brian? Ah, oh, Jamers, we just reviewed potentially the best game we've ever been asked to review. Possibly. Actually, yeah, it probably is. It actually got me thinking. I do want us, as we always what, do- to play good games? <laughs> Damn it. I, when we do our year in review, and I know we're covering our level 50 clubs, nope. we also should cover the best and worst Patreon reviews we've been we've been asked to do. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> I think I think it's fair. TJ, you know what you did? Well, and then again, we have a contender now. I was just about to say, I think we, we may have a new contender, Jim. Ooh, we'll get into that. But uh, first of all, look at, look at Chambers growing up here. Look at this. What? The fuck I do? He brought over some good pumpkin beer. <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to be the last uh, podcast of October. So, well, technically, we'll be doing it on hot. Well, actually, probably won't. Philly's World Halloween. Series. So, yeah, we won't be doing it. Okay, so yes, this it will might be, be a little late next week. The games are on Monday and Tuesday, so we'll see. Yeah. So, last one of this. Uh, the biggest thing I fell apart is I never got around to being well with everything else we had going on. I never got to write up the reviews, but I still have other pumpkin beers. So I'm going to be doing a marathon, probably trying to finish it out. But Jim actually brought one I've never tried. And it's actually Fathead's Brewery, which we have had Fathead's before. But it's a Spooky Tooth Imperial Pumpkin. Yep. So it comes in at 9% alcohol and 22 IBUs, which, yeah, you know what? It's relatively low and it's very smooth drinking. Yeah. But that's a lot of alcohol. Like, like I said, pumpkin beers are usually going to be a little bit higher Nine is pretty heavy, and I'll tell you what, I don't taste any booziness. It's not boozy this at all. This is super dangerous, and not going to lie, this is a contender for one of the better ones I've had in a while. So, yeah. And it's not like overpowering in any way at all, but you no. still get like a nice little bounce of sweet and spice. Yeah. You get that little warm feeling in your belly. It's like, oh, you're going to get fucked up tonight. Yeah, it's very solid. Yeah, but... uh yeah, Jambers. Uh, speaking of being busy, I know we both have been. First, should we say, go Phils. Go Phils. Fucking underdogs of the ages. Jim. Fuck you, Joe Girardi, you shit dick manager. God. Jim, the real question is, what Rob would Rob Thompson, manager of the year. What would you let Bryce do to you? Everything. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and Brian, not just that. Schwarber can get the other side. Of course you would like him, Jim. What he's just, a, he's this, a little he's a little meatball of muscle just smashing Jim, away those leadoff homers just just be normal like Bryce and that's it stop just I can like what I want stop it stop it stop trying to find your Barry Horowitz of the Phils <laughs> all right <laughs> no but that uh yeah if you're not a Phils fan which we know a lot of you don't like Philly sports don't care because go Phils yep oh God it'll be beautiful if they beat fucking Houston. We're playing. We're playing with house money. I mean, I mean we don't. We, we the, should not the memes be are out there. We don't deserve. I mean, we got hot the exact perfect moment you needed to, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'd say they pulled a little Brian bullshit. We they have been pulling a lot of Brian <laughs> bullshit. So we got a chance for once. I embrace it. Hey, we got two really strong sports teams. One maybe maybe Flyers. It, it's still early. Yeah. It's very question. And Sixers are. Looking for that first W still. Sixers, Ooh. a little rough. But you know what? Give it to us, guys. We, we, we've we needed it. The city needs it. <laughs> we, we don't have a lot of championships for 
for fucking for major sports. I've said many times um, I would be more than happy and excited for an Eagles Bills Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I mean if that was probably the one the NFL wants the most too at this point. And you know what? They're the only team. If they beat us, I wouldn't be happy, but I'd be happy for their fan base. Nah, fuck them. I mean, we have a lot of Bills fans, but still, fuck them. <laughs> oh, they're happy. I'm so happy for them. Fuck I, that. I didn't say Giants, Dan. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sports aside, I know we've been, I know it's been busy with birthday parties, this and that, but uh, have you been doing any gaming this week? Uh, still trying to win a round of XCOM. XCOM 2. Fuck God. Jesus Christ, that game is so brutal. Like... It just wants to break you down. Like, it, like I, I, I don't know the last time I played a game where getting a hit felt lucky. And every time you actually land a shot in that game with your gun feels lucky. Yeah. And I'm at the point now, I told Jim this the other night, um, I was pretty far along in, in my normal playthrough. And the dark, uh, what is it called? The, the Project Avatar event mm-hmm. was like, the box is too high. I, I, I just realized I mismanaged and fucked up. I just realized I'm at my second playthrough. I'm going through easy because I just want to see the ending at this point. I just realized you could assign not only excavate and like develop projects that you could just like put engineers to like the power relay and get extra power, not just keep building power relays, mm-hmm. which is what the fuck I did the first time. And I was like, you could just do that. I was like, uh. So yeah, I'm right there with you. XCOM 2, I restarted it. I'm already it's, it's really, really good. Oh, it's an amazing game, but it's I'm at a mission I'm at the mission. I don't know if you got there where um so you know the first mission where you gotta use the skull jack and like tap into a guy's head with the thing? Oh yeah, yeah. So now I'm at the point where you're going against the one enemy that like blinks. Oh, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well this guy, so you gotta skull jack him, and when you do and even powerful, like the boss version of him. I think it's called an avatar who's got like 20 HP. Oh. And every single time you hit him, he blinks to a different spot on the map. So you can't even like wipe him out fast. And he mind controls your guys. So if you don't got the goddamn things, you just lose it. It's it's one of those missions you know you're going to lose. It's how many people are you going to lose. Mm-hmm. And I have my squad in there. That's like my A squad. And I'm like, I don't want to lose anyone. So yeah, I love that game. But um. Yeah. It's a brutal little bitch. And yeah, besides that, like you said, we've been super busy. But I did get to play one game, Brian. And it's actually rolling into our Patreon because our good buddy Travis Lee from the Roast Mortem cast decided to up his pledge to $5 and give us a game to play. And that game is called Lady in a Leotard with a Gun. I played it. Brian, I played through that. Three times already. I will be playing through it, Jim. I played through it three times. One time, super quick. One time (laughs) just to see what the game was like, and I was like, oh, I finished it. And then a second time where I was recording the gameplay footage for it, and then I realized I didn't like have the best settings for video. So I was like, all right, let me get cleaner video. So I played through it again. So How long is the game? You can... I mean, the first time, it was like 15 minutes. And then after that, it was like under 10 minutes each time. It was like eight minutes. Um, it's like a 57 cent game. It's like a weird price too. It's like 56, it's a, it's a 57 weird, cents. It's a weird price. It's a weird looking game. Travis, I <laughs> thank you for your pledge. Number one, but number two, I'm almost disappointed. There wasn't a shrimp related thing. It, uh, 
I'm just saying. I am actually shocked about that too. Yeah. So, and for anyone out there, definitely check out Roast Mortem. They're doing a great retrospective on Queen Elizabeth II right now. Yeah. So, pretty awesome cover. Their <laughs> yeah. thumbnail is pretty awesome <laughs> yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, no, check those guys out. But yeah, just like Jim, I'm now like a hundred percent focused on getting XCOM two done. Um, because in in November we're banging out pretty much as many of the Patreon requests because we're finishing off all Patreon requests this year. Unless we get a flood in December, then I can't guarantee nothing. Right. That being said, the ones that are in the backlog, they're going to be all done. But uh, that's that's all my gaming has been XCOM to at this point. Yeah, we just uh, like Ryan said, we just recorded the Spider Man review. Uh, Sonic should be coming this week. Let's try and get Sonic this week, Brian. It's behind two other videos. We just recorded last week. F- fuck those videos. Just get Sonic done. <laughs> we'll see. Get the paying customers their video. Jim, you went through your one gameplay edit. I have you for five other sections. It's not easy. Oh, I know. So I want it to look good. And you just have to reference every goddamn little thing, don't you? What? I'm a man of detail. What do you want? <laughs> you want you, you give us money for a review, I'm going to give you the best review I can give you. What do you want from me? But no, we uh, we do truly appreciate them. And as Jim said before with these patrons, we're trying to make sure we play through the games, even if it's Lady in a leotard. With a gun. With a gun. Get it right. We want, it, we want to see everything we can about the game. So yeah, XCOM is my, my number one for gaming. But uh, you know what? Now that we're close between that, finishing that Patreon review... Um, we're both going to hit level 50 and we just mm-hmm. mentioned that. So I'm, there's definitely going to be a weight of like, okay, I hit the 50 number. I still have my, uh, my resolution games, but I know we talked about this last episode. Do you have any games that like, I know you said Elden Ring. Was there anything you're like, I can't wait to just sit back and do mindlessness. I was hoping to get around to like Luigi's mansion or something like that for like Halloween. Cause I've never played it before. Yep. But I just don't have the time this year, so I'll make that a resolution game for next year or something. Well, and then we're going to have COD next week. Uh, I mean, I'm probably not going to do the opening night, but I told you about my weekend. I, I am stacked. I don't want to hear I it. am stacked, and I need my sleep. You I cannot do that on three hours. Yes, I cannot. No, I can't. What would college gym I am say too to old. this, Jim? College gym and <laughs> me, Jim, now. Two vastly different people. You motherfucker. I don't want to hear it. Well, too titty fucking bad. But, uh, yeah, no. So, like, I'm just looking forward to I can just fuck around, finish. Uh, once XCOM 2 is done, do Zelda, do uh, Halo Infinite, and maybe Horizon Zero Dawn. Maybe. That's a lot to do. And we got to do Metal Hellsinger. It's another Patreon that, game. Yep, that one, too. But I'm not worried about that being a 40-hour game, Jim. It's not, luckily, from what I've yeah. seen. But no, speaking of that, uh, we do want to say once again, we truly appreciate all the patrons. And if you haven't already, be sure, check out the R episode with Nick. Uh, we covered Morbius. And if you are a patron and you are at the tier where you can watch these things, be ready for November is all I'm going to say. <laughs> you are I've, in for a treat. I've chosen a movie that... Uh, it's, an old, it's an old friend of Brian and I's. You know, I'll even say it. It's called Thanks Killing. If you don't know what that is, Google it. When you think you got the wrong movie, you don't. You got the right movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, Nick's take on this. Jim and I have watched it many times. Yeah. We have the shirts for it. Yes, we do. It's it's honestly, even in my house, for me and my wife, it's our uh, it's the Thanksgiving movie we watch every year. Yeah, my wife and I love it too. Yeah. So. 
But uh, but Chambers, what do we got this week as far as questions from our other patrons? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question. We will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up, from Game Whisperer Dean, what beer slash game would a Wall Street broker play? Wall Street broker. Well, I would have said the old NES. Isn't it called Wall Street? Wall Street Kid. Yeah, Wall Street Kid. They're gonna. They're smart with stocks, but they'd be like, "What's sophistication?" And they'd probably still think Heineken's good. <laughs> so they would probably do those type of things. They they'd be those motherfuckers who would just be like, "Oh, I only drink like one twenty minute IPAs and shit like that." That's too fancy for. They would not have the time to know. They would go, "What's the highest class macro beer?" And other than that, they might have a friend who once told them about a Belgium beer that's really expensive. They would also say, put a price point on it. So they'd say, what's the most expensive beer out there? Oh, this uh, bourbon barrel-aged shit that's $30 for one bottle? Sure, I'll do that. Look, Brian, they're busy men, all right? They got to stay on that floor with their little ticker tapes. <laughs> got to get the newspaper off the little boy on the corner street, off the newsies. <laughs> God damn it. They. Uh, what decade is this? Yeah. You know, that that does bring me to an interesting point, though. Like, is the modern, you know, what we just joked about, like, as an atypical, uh, what was what, what was that movie? Um, Wall Street? No, no, no. The, the yeah, actually, yeah, Wall Street. Um, that view we have, do you think it's still like that? I mean, they're still down there from what I've ever I've seen. Like they still like on the floor and shit. There's more people like surrounding it on just calling computers all the time. But like I'm instead of like, ticker take shit and yelling buy sell, they're just you know on different computer stations and shit. Like, like I'm curious if it's just as wild like that like mentality that '80s mentality of where everything was excess. Like, do you think it's still kind of like that? I hope there's a Wolf of Wall Street thing out there. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know, Jim. I wish one of them worked for me. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Jim, go to one of those parties. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'll do that. Um, Looks like fun. But yeah, no. I would say Wall Street Kid and uh, yeah, the most expensive beer or a Heineken. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird that there's like no like stock simulator. There's probably some bullshit on Steam. There's probably some really goofy ones, but I'm trying to think like what's a high end... You know what? No. They, or, like, or like a sports gambling game, like or, like the horse gambling ones in Japan. Or they would have some bullshit run with, um, uh, what's the farming simulator? Well, popular? you know what? They probably fucking play Animal Crossing uh, well, because they're so goddamn hectic in their life. They just want something they can just relax to. But what I could see their mind doing is they do that and they'd be selling off. What's a popular thing in our tulips bells. or bells? They would like somehow have a scam of like running bells or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can see it. Uh, but yeah, good question. It's a noodle scratcher. Yeah. And last up from Gamer Astral, Christian Bale hates the Sigma Bale meme. Thoughts? A little disappointing. Um, okay. <laughs> I think he said to go out and get a life, something like that. What is Sigma Bale? That's the meme where like someone have a question and then it's like him from uh, American Psycho by the stereo with like that, <laughs> that look face. Okay. But what is Sigma uh, I think isn't like Sigma like a step above Alpha Male if I remember correctly. Let me let me look this up. Jesus Christ! I've seen those terms. I never clicked far enough to know what the fuck this or that means. 
Sigma male, a more internally focused sibling to the alpha male. Why the alpha male quantifies himself on his high position in society. God fucking damn it, I gotta click on a goddamn thing more. <laughs> a sigma male prefers to forego the social hierarchy and need for external validation altogether and pursue internal strength instead. More of a loner, Bri. Still a Chad, more of a loner. But they have a close circle of friends and loved ones with whom they share a deep connection. So they're just above they're all not the bullshit. So, they're not socially inept, Bri. Just socially disinterested. Um, and they made Christian Bale from American Psycho pointing to the thing, the meme for it. I guess it's Christian Bale from American Psycho in general, because like, you know, he's very self-centered, self-focused, but he's still kind of like an alpha male too, where he bangs whatever he wants. He's rich. He's, you know, jacked up shape. (laughs) You know, well, the quirks. All right. Um, American, which already puts him on top. I, I let, I mean, here's the deal. Yeah. Christian Bale. As he is not someone who I would look at and think like that's going to be an approachable guy. Like he's a legit one of the best actors of our generation, and you can tell how in depth he gets to his characters that he would not be someone I feel like you'd have a great conversation with. Like there's certain actors you'd go, that guy would probably be kind of fun to talk to. Yeah, he seems a little too intense, a little too focused on the method acting. Yeah, but- and I think the last thing he wants is to be like a literally me character. Well, he's he's said in multiple Shout to the interviews. Kino Corner. He's like one of the most disappointing things is everyone who feels they connect or think uh, Patrick Bateman from that movie is a good guy. He's like, you missed the point of the movie then. Right. He's like, he's a terrible person. Right. And that's always the case. Same with like Breaking Bad where he's like, stop thinking that's a good guy. Yeah. Or Fight Club and shit like that. Yeah. So I think it's funny if, if people get their feelings hurt. Number one, if you say I am a Sigma, Sigma male. Sigma male. Yes. But it was called Sigma Bale because it's Christian Bale. Witty. Internet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Cap. <sighs> Ow! <laughs> but I would say if you if you ever identify yourself as any of those things, just like any asshole ever said, I'm an alpha, you're automatically... Now you're not. Yeah. Like, you just... You're not. So... Feels yeah. like we should have called like Ryan Stone in for a quick cameo just to explain all this shit to us. I, I, <laughs> I, I might, we might need to see him. Like, I need to know, I need to understand these terms because it makes, I see them being thrown around. I'm like, I don't know what any of this is. Yeah, the hierarchy of the Red Pill community and all that bullshit. And the Red Pill, I, I see that too. Is that because of the Matrix? Yes. Okay. At least I got that reference. Red Pill, like, Blue Pill, Black Pill, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, there wasn't a Black Pill in Matrix. Not in the Matrix, but they eventually, like, they're like, oh, I'm Black Pill now. When just like everything shit, and I'm like all something to everything. Ah, blah, 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 blah. It's like a level beyond red pill. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, that is a good question. I like it. Jim is the best source for internet stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, and even I saw this. I was like, I meant to like look up Sigma Male because I was like, I knew of like what a Sigma Male was, but I didn't know like the exacts. And then now I forgot. So here we are. This is something I'm gonna. Now regret no. Right, it's called I, I, never it, meet your heroes. That's what happens when Christian Bale it, turns on his Sigma Bales. That's what happens. It. This is something that I can't now get out of my head, and I now have it. <laughs> it it's like it, it just kicks something out, some memory or some shit. So thank you, Jim, motherfucker. Right, remember when people said real rap? What happened to that? It was replaced by no cap. It really was. I. F- the fact that I actually know that too, because I think you jokingly wrote like. The amount of stupid terms. <laughs> there are so many terms I'm happy are actually 
the best thing about new slang is it dies so quickly. Oh, yeah. Whereas the stupid shit we used to have to hear as kids and even teenagers and even in our 20s last a little longer than I would have liked. Oh, yeah. The, the common attention span on the internet is about three seconds at this Dude, point. it's like, yeah, the words last for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going to learn this shit. <laughs> no, Brian, I'll teach you as they come up. When you go, Jim, oh, what the fuck does this mean? You mean when you say TLDR and regular speak when you're talking to us? And I'm like, you, God damn it. Look, Brian, I've said it before. My time is very precious. Goddamn you, girl. Very limited. I'm going to put you in a bathtub. <laughs> I mean, if you want us to lose all of our very few Twitch subscribers, then sure. What if it goes up? Well, then fucking pay me. <laughs> Jesus. There's so many things I could say right now. I won't. I Careful. won't. I'm going I'm I'm to take the high road. That's all I'm going to say. We haven't had enough nine percenters yet. I'm going to take the high road. We're going to try to go to MAGFest, so if you want to see what the low road's going to be, oh. then run into us there. There you yeah, go. There's a little sure. preview for you. Yeah, MAGFest, uh, definitely excited. Jim and I are talking. Some we're definitely going to explore. I already, I did see a, a bunch of people post, though, like most hotels are sold out. So Yeah, they, they sell out like immediately. But what, like you could still be two or three miles out. I have, I have no problem Ubering. Like people always like buy up like the hotel that it's like done at like right away, which I'm not paying that. I'll say to Motel 6. I don't care. Yeah. We, yeah, after the bachelor parties we've been to, that shit don't bother us. I was at a fucking, like, $400 night hotel in goddamn D.C. and didn't even have a fucking fridge in it. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> fucking yours truly. Yeah. Bullshit-ass brand. You, yeah. Where are you possibly going to put your Keystone lights? Exactly. <laughs> little goddamn chiller box. <laughs> Great. No fucking carpets, just goddamn concrete and a fucking shag rug. Uh, Jim, are you angry about it? Yeah, a little perturbed. Doesn't seem very Sigma of you. You're right. I should internalize that more. <laughs> Jim, what's the step below beta? Cuck? Is it? I don't know. Maybe. It's not Greek, though. I don't know. Think about that. Nah, nah, fine. <laughs> Someone no, out there tell that, us. That is a great question. I don't question. care enough. <laughs> thank you, Pud. Yeah, but that wraps up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to everyone for your continued support, and if you want to ask questions or do game review requests or torture us like Travis did, head on over to Patreon. Check out our tiers. Thank you, guys. Truly appreciate it. Why is every patron named Travis the ones who give us goddamn games <laughs> to fucking torture us? They love to tor- they love to hurt us, Jim. Yes, yes, they do. All right, Chambers. So speaking of conventions, you have a little tweet here of uh, some bullshit that went down. Well, not really bullshit. Just an observation from a seller. So, Portrait Retro Game Convention just happened. Uh, it's one of the biggest retro gaming conventions in like the whole country. One of the longest running, too. Uh, so, from Chris Kohler. Observation from PRGE, echoed by other sellers. NES, by and large, is pretty dead. Yes, sealed and graded stuff sells for big bucks, and the truly rare, desirable stuff in great shape. But the casual to mid-core people doing NES collecting seem to be out. Seems like the Genesis is victim to this as well. He only sold two cheap, loose carts. None of the other stuff moved. Uh, one theory is that no one is doing set collecting anymore. No one's trying to go for full sets of these games because it's impossible now. When Stadium Events was 2000, it was. Now that a loose cart's in the mid-five figures, people just don't bother. And going to saying that that's not a bad thing. Uh, SNES and N64 is still very popular from what he's seen. Uh, Virtual Boy and Turbo Graphics, or Turbo Graphics apparently went sold real quick. 
and yeah, stuff like that. So interesting just to see the tides and turning with the whole collecting scene. I've been waiting for this because, as we said, I feel like the 2010s to 2020s, like the prices for NES and old school 8-bit, 16-bit games have been fucking outrageous. Like the fact that a Contra was at some points 50 bucks was that's that's too much loose not even complete um i've abandoned like i i have a few games i've abandoned it for i'm right now kind of more deeper in the ps2 xbox era because they're cheap and unless you go for that super rare ultra game like dude i can't pick up some of those nes games and the prices they're asking for i'm like dude this is this is nah I'm not doing it. Yeah, unless I get lucky at um, a thrift store, which is very rare these days because everything just goes right the fuck online. I know. Uh, yeah. uh, unless I get really lucky there, I just don't buy retro anymore. I'm priced out for because like I already have so much that I you know could have and anything that I kind of need, I don't want to spend the money on it. And I'm still fucking. I haven't bought a game on eBay since February, which I haven't gone this long not touching eBay since I started collecting. Yeah. In like 2013, 2014. So like this is crazy for me, basically. And um, yeah, I mean, I'll buy one game a month at, uh, to use my coupon at GameStop. Uh, I might do a limited run thing here and there. As much as I hate it, they still just have the shit I want. So, but yeah, I don't really do a lot of collecting at this point. Is part of this you think maybe <clears throat> with the Switch and the availability and like all these like mini consoles? So you got. The SNES Classic, the 2, the Sega Classic, like, all those mixed with the things that are available on the Switch for people to play the games, like, did that maybe? It might, but it could just be, like, no one wants to, I mean, at its height, like, back in, like, 2016, 2017, Contra was, like, a $50 game, loose. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That, people yeah. don't want to pay that shit. Now it's back down to, like, 10 15 you know, like, kind of where it should be. But I just think it's, you know, supply and demand and, like, the people who would have collected for it have kind of already done it already. And, like, the age group is, like, you know, tail end of 16-bit going to, you know, 5th gen stuff. And actually, what do you call it? Cody from uh, Pink Gorilla, like, one of the most famous retro game stores in the country. He put his numbers up for NES games sold by year at the store. So in 2018, it was 2,700, almost 28. 2019, it was just shy of 2,300. 2020, 17, but it was closed for four months. Uh, 2021, back up to just shy of two grand. And then 2022, back to, you know, a little under 1,800. So it's, it's tracking down. Also, Jim, not to make us feel even older, the generation that would have cared about NES, we the ones that cared probably already got it. We hit that age gap where we would have cared and got it already. Yeah. I think we're age. it's aging out of mattering like our age group you and i chances are most ki kids we're not kids most people our age aren't buying like atari and television right that's passed us by we were nes sega genesis super nes that next generation is probably gonna be you know n64 ps well, that's already been hot for a little yeah. while but like we're in the thick of like that being the big thing so it'll be that and then it'll all of a sudden be gamecube xbox ps2 and then it will like some people will be 360 like right better buy your 500 hundred dollar roll of rose now before it's two grand I better hop on it give two fucks about that game hop on it bry you're not a real horror fan um i don't consider that horror i'm saying something controversial jim 
I know nothing about it except yeah. that it's expensive. That's all you need to know. I mean, here's the deal. <clears throat> the market was bound to crash on that. I, th- I feel like people aging out who care. The availability, just like we said with uh, streaming for a while, whenever I find a game, I first see, like, is it available on Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, or Switch? That's my go-to because I know I'm going to pay the least. If it's not, then, yeah, maybe I'll look eBay. And honestly, my price point is so low unless you're, like you said, going for a collection. But I feel like the mentality of a lot of people is, like, is changing for that. No, yeah. There's only so many folks, and I think we get a, I would wager a bet that 85% of major collectors out there are on YouTube. Well, it's either YouTube or people who are just collectors in general trying to play like a stock market. There's those people too, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, And I feel like the YouTube, like, it's It's not like Pat the NES Punk and be like, oh, all the baseball card people move to games. That's who's still doing it. Yeah, that's that's a great point. But this is something uh, I would expect you'd see this trend keep going down. The weird part is kind of like um, how our generation, I feel like, is starting to get way more into vinyls than when we were teenagers or even. Oh, yeah, it wasn't but a thing when we were teens. It wasn't at all. And now, like, that's becoming. Actually, hot- weirdly enough, fucking, like, I remember back in Hot Topic, like, Hot Topic, back in, like, the early 2000s, would still be selling, like, little. Uh, no, nah, they're not the 33s or the 40, whatever the singles are. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I think they're 45s. I think the 45s are the singles, but yeah, like, like I have corns here to stay randomly on vinyl from like back in like 2002 at Hot Topic. <laughs> of course, you do. I didn't even have a fucking record player, but it was like, I was like, ah, oh, three dollars for a random record. Sure, I like corn. <laughs> Jimmy could show it off to all the girlfriends. Words hurt, Bri. Words hurt. <laughs> Cuts deep. <laughs> what? It's a cool collection next to your lava lamp. I like my lava lamp. You leave that alone. <laughs> I just um think still a goddamn fire hazard, just like it was in 1998. And I love it. Just pure burn yourself on it. <laughs> oh, I fucking burned myself a few times on that fucking thing. Um, here here's the question though. Since, like you said, honestly, you already know at this point. What age do you realize, like, you're not going to randomly start a brand new collection. So for you, like, you know, Turbo Graphics, you, you hit a hot streak where you're like, I'm into that. But, like, you're not, you know what you want. Me, I'm horror games. If I see something loose or even complete in box, I'll go, yeah. But, like, you get out of it really fast. So that's why I feel like, I feel like collecting in general is a good you're going to see it the biggest from maybe 18 to 30 because that's yeah. when you have the most expendable income. You can finally get the shit you either sold or want it. And then it's like, uh, okay, I got what I want. It's not usually a lifetime thing. Yeah. And I also have so much shit in my house at this point now <laughs> that like anything more that I add to it, I'm just like, I'm just causing more of a problem for myself at this point. I mean, your back catalog must be massive. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. I mean that that should be your rule is you're not right. right. To... There there's the catalog and then there's the shit I just know I'm never getting to, <laughs> and yet you still can't let go. No, <laughs> but it's, you can. It's mine. Here's the deal. It's any, mine, Brian. Any duplicate you got, you should be letting go of one. Look, Brian. Unlike just... some certain British YouTubers, if I ever get into a, a financial problem, there's there's my bailout. All right. <laughs> but until then, that's mine. <laughs> 
So we're going to make a teary-eyed video, Jim? <laughs> Already in the works. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, if he gets the views, you know. Well. They, they know the algorithm. Use your views. But yeah, I think uh, that's a trend. NES, I got to be honest, I think newer generations aren't honestly going to give a shit. They'll look at it as the thing to play on Switch or whatever Nintendo is, whatever version of Nintendo resells it to you. And they'll be like, ha, hey, that's cute. It's going to die with us in terms of how much you care about that system. Yeah, I think it is cool, though, that it's like we actually can truly see at this point, at least with the NES, like what's rare, what's valuable, what's yep. the thing people want, and then the rest is just a rest. Yeah. So I like seeing shit like this. Um, maybe I can maybe finish off my NES horror collection for a reasonable price now. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Time will tell. There, yeah. there isn't really that many horror games on there anyway either, so... Yeah, I think there was 10 or 13. I yeah, I mean, good one. luck with that Samurai Zombie Nation. That's one of those ones you'll probably never have. I will not. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce, spend the 1500 Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Jim, you, you spend it. No! Get crying. I don't... <laughs> Jim, you cry. Well. <laughs> That's all I have. Well, well fuck. <laughs> Speaking of crying, Jim, let's talk about Helena Terra. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, speaking of British women lying about money, uh, yeah. Uh, so, immediately after we fucking recorded last week, the goddamn morning after, not even 12 hours, there is a leak report that the money that was offered to her was way more than the 4000 that she said. It was actually closer to between fifteen to 20000 and which is about like four thousand dollars. What kind of what we said, like four grand for a session per session per session for about like four to five sessions, all in a week span. So is you know let's say max twenty k for a week's worth of work. Is that lower than what a normal Hollywood actor would get? Yes, significantly. Should voice actors be paid more? Of course. Mm -hmm. Should anyone ever complain about making twenty grand for a week's worth of work? Of fucking course not. Yeah. So the rumors were going around that she was asking basically for six figures and residuals because voice actors famously never get residuals for like any project. They get fucked over on that big time. Yeah. So, uh, so this was all going back and forth and everyone was going, uh, Le, what the fuck? Let's go. Yeah. So as of this morning, actually, so thank God it was this morning, uh, Jason Scryer of Bloomberg, who, uh, you know, controversial guy. He has his fans, has his haters. He's very self-important, but he's a good reporter. So I give him. I always give him that. But he's had a report saying, former Bayonetta voice actor Helena Taylor now confirms my reporting. I had to say my reporting. <laughs> that she was offered at least fifteen grand, and that the final offer was for a cameo. So yeah. So originally they were offering her, ten, according to yeah. her, they were offering her ten grand, and then she was like, this is too low. So then they threw another five grand her way, and she turned that down. And then after like a year of no contact, they were like, we'll have you do some cameo lines for four grand. So, of course, that's the line she went with for her video. Yeah. This is – and you and I covered it last week. The reality is now everyone now is – you have the, those teams. You have the people that are no matter what going to stay by her side. You have the people oh, that were that maybe – they went away. Well, no, no. No I, one's no, on no, her no. side I'm saying there point. are still a few that are still like, I don't care if – they said 50K. It's ridiculous. They didn't pay her more. Like, there's those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's those who, like, were like, oh, that's that sounds fucked up. And then they hear the conflicting, and they're like, oh, well, 
she fucked up here. Yeah. And now it's like her rebuttal. Like, there's so much back and forth, but the, the reality of the situation is, and I said it, and we just made a joke about somebody else who might have used sympathy. As soon as you start doing that, you open yourself up for every criticism under the sun. Why are you Britbong so bad at this? I, I mean, Jim. You could, you could easily just say, they offered me this and give the real number and say for a franchise this big, also her fucking $450 million number, that's complete bullshit. So where they got that from, and some you know good old internet autist did the calculating, basically if you add up all of the sales of Bayonetta ever between its original and all of its re-releases and shit like that across different platforms, put that all in a bucket and said that they all sold for $60 a piece. Then, then you would get to four fifty million before merch and shit yeah. like that, which we which know we know doesn't happen because Bayonetta has never been a big seller, so it's probably a fuckload of people buying it for five bucks on a sale. Yeah, and and here's the deal though, we know the British, they, British, they threw, they blew a thirteen and zero lead with us. All right, so. That's a great way to put it. I fucking hate giving you credit, but that's a great fucking way to put it. But here's the deal. Like, with her, I don't like this shit of, like, have sympathy for me. And they always caveat it with, but don't do anything. Don't say anything. I'm just letting you know how it is. It's like, you know what the fuck you're doing. And you better have your fucking facts straight. Four grand, even if it was a year after, you got to start it with. They initially offered me 15 yeah. So you just get ahead of it. Because did you not think real numbers were going to come out? Now, what I will say, 15K like you started off with, that's still low for the voice of an entire franchise. I don't care how big it was. Say, say it sold 200 million copies. Whatever. Right. Or made 200 million. Um, but yeah, you're also, like you said, it's a week's worth of work. So, yeah... At this point, I'm now like, she unfortunately made this bed. She's got to sleep in it. I'm not, I don't feel bad for um, Platinum Games. Yeah, or I mean, Nintendo, like- but I also, with her now, my, my, any sympathy I might have had is kind of like, all right, well, this is muddled whether she just shouldn't have done a video, period. Right. Stay off Twitter, stay off doing this shit. You learn from all these video game companies, like, she should have a publicist or manager or someone that should have said don't do that i mean not like she's not used to lying you see her headshot in her twitter profile and what she actually looks like and you go mm. jim you had to cut deep there you know what fucker <laughs> jim. i went petty <laughs> jim. i'm not above i'm not above low <laughs> i um but like i mean it's the thing though because like she's an asshole like she threw like she threw a shitload of unnecessary hate at jennifer hale who just signed on for a job that they gave her money for. And yeah, like I'm not going to feel bad for Platinum or Nintendo because like they're the ones who could have given her more money from the start. And yeah. Plat the guy who runs Platinum, I fucking forget his name off the top of my head. Yeah. Like he is like one of the worst tweeters of all time. He will block like he has like his pin tweet was I have like rules for tweeting at me or you get blocked. He's that kind of guy. He actually started blocking so many people when they came after him that Twitter thought he was a bot and banned him. Sounds like a certain YouTuber hmm? who's famous for blocking people after you disagree. I mean, that's a lot it. of people. We covered it last week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but, but. Even though, weirdly enough, he unblocked like everyone the day after. Uh, so, I, I don't know. <laughs> but no, here's the deal let it be a cautionary tale. 
it's odd that in the past two weeks, three weeks, whatever, there's been a whole slew of these, and maybe they always happen, but these sympathy videos, tweets have gone out across many different platforms. And in every single case, I feel like it ended up biting the person in the ass. For most of them at this point, at least. And, and that's, that's, it's like sometimes keep your, your dirty laundry to yourself. That If you have a true, like, I was fucked over situation, maybe do it. But if there's any, anything that could like muddle it. And in this woman's case, like. You should have said the original number was fifteen. She she could have so easily still gotten sympathy while telling if, the truth. Even if so she, easily, even if she only said the number was fifteen, people would still say for a major company like that's way too low for the third entry in this you know franchise that's been in Smash. But yeah. you had to say you know take away. You had to go four digits and say four K, and you're like, that's that. Everyone's bullshit meter. I feel like had to go off and go. That sounds not even possible, and. Yeah, so... I mean, a bunch of people jumped on it right away. Hey, great great fucking boycott she called for. I mean, I'll give her credit. She didn't, like, set up a GoFundMe for herself. I mean, she was like, you know, spend your money at a charity. It's like, okay, fine. Like, she just wanted to fuck over the devs. But still, like, it's just weird, because, like, she just ruined her career with that bullshit in a thousand different ways. That- she did it, like, half ways last week, because she broke an NDA, so now no one's going to hire that's a non-union job. Union jobs aren't going to hire, or like she'll look like no. a hypocrite if she takes you know minimum wage uh, union jobs, which is fifteen k for like a week's worth of work. Yep. And then now, like everyone on the internet hates her. It's just bizarre. So, yeah, I think she she's pretty solidly fucked her. I mean, she kind of pulled a Kaepernick here, in the sense that nobody's going to want to work with her. It's not worth the trouble. Okay, yes, it's not worth the it's trouble. It's just not worth the trouble. At the end of the day, and and here's the deal, unless you happen to find another main character who's British and female, that's her, Bayonetta was her, like, swan song. Yeah, not even saying Kaepernick was fully wrong. He was just ahead of the curve for when he started his stuff. This girl, though, this is a whole different bag of worms. Yeah, so we'll follow. I'm sure, I'm sure more bullshit's going to fall out. But at the end of the day, um, I'm now as solid in the middle in this situation as you can be. Yeah, I mean, like I said last week, like I'm not gonna fucking play. I'm, I wasn't gonna go out of my way to play it anyway. I haven't played any of the other ones at this point. But I mean, I just don't care. And best boycott ever. It's already sold out on Amazon, already, so course. that worked. Yeah, good job. You gave it more press, so we'll see what comes out of this. All right, Chambers. So we uh, we missed a question. It wasn't Patreon, but it's from. Uh, Long-time supporter, Kit. So what question has he got for us? Basically, something we can keep real simple. Uh, longest we spent on a section of a game to either pass the section or to beat it. Do we count achievements? I guess we could. Because you know mine is uh, uh, Dead Rising. Uh, that yeah. fucking 10,000 zombie kill. For one thing, section, if you will... Yeah, I killed 10,000 zombies in the game. I think it's two or three days. I had to keep getting in a car, doing it. This is when Jim and I, before we started the site, and it was still like we were achievement hunters mm-hmm. for a little bit. So much time. So much goddamn time to do that. I'm trying to think like if there's anything else. 
after playing Bloodborne, there's plenty of tough bosses, but nothing compared to that. So yeah, that's my answer. Dead Rising, trying to get that goddamn achievement. Yeah, I think for me it's fucking oh god, it's fucking Hotel Mario. It's that fucking <laughs> it's that fucking Bowser boss fight. <laughs> I spent so much I spent a good three, three and a half hours at least just on that final boss fight. Now I remember when I was playing Fancy Star Online, there was worth like, it too. <laughs> so worth it. Saw that end credit, so had that feather in my cap. Fucking goddamn fight where I had to memorize every single like to the pixel. I had to memorize to the pixel where he was going to be for me to beat that fucking fight. But I do remember, like, there was, like, some fish boss in Fantasy Store Online, and I was playing it by myself. And that's meant to be more of, like, a console MMO, you know, so you have help. Mm-hmm. When you do it by yourself, though, there is this one boss that took fucking forever. Yeah, I'm sure there was maybe something when I was a kid that I would have been willing to do it. There's an off-trigger for me right now, and you and I have been talking about XCOM 2, like... There are certain missions where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'll let them die. I'm not going to do it perfect. So, yeah, Dead Rising is the last one I can think where I dedicated myself like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. Yeah, I'll go with Bowser and Hotel Mario. So, two different tales, Jim. Yep, tale of, tale of two different kinds of pain. <laughs> no, but, Kit, that, that is a great question, bud, so thank you. Yep, nice little palate cleanser. Thank you. Yep. All right, Chambers, so we covered it last week, uh, the ongoing saga of Sony being little bitches with Call of Duty, and seems like they got their way, Jim. So many weeks in a row. So, yeah, uh, we talked about it when they were, uh, Microsoft was basically doing their appeal with the uh, Brazilian board of whatever the fuck, and Brian, Brian, look it up, why why bullshit about it? But yeah, basically the thing is, like, you know, last week we found out how much Game Pass actually makes. This week, it pretty much confirmed what we all kind of thought already, where basically Microsoft is claiming that Sony will pay a basically a blocking fee for devs to keep their games it, off of Game Pass. It, can you imagine? I mean, I guess I can imagine being that petty. Do they really think it's saving them that much? Like, I mean, like, is it worth the bad press of them being such whiny little bitches? <laughs> I, I don't know. It is funny because, like, from this article, and this is coming from GamingBible.uk, uh, so one interesting thing is that Microsoft says that it doesn't consider Activision to have any must-have games, including Call of Duty, <laughs> and saying that keeping them exclusive would not be profitable. There have been so many ass-backwards arguments. Yeah, like, that, I love that, that the arguments come down to... Argument. that. I mean, it's kind of funny, where they're like, it, they're not even that worth it anyway, so just, come on, let us have it. Come on. Yeah. Well, and like I said, I feel like Xbox and Microsoft have tried to say, like, one game is not going to shift the tide of the fact that you outsell us by double. Like, they're completely admitting defeat. They're like, dude, you're in first place. You outsell us. This one game is not going to all of a sudden level the playing field. Yeah. Which, you know, that's what they hope actually happens. So, yeah, basically, in a fine to Brazil's Administrative Council for Economic Defense, the company wrote that Sony's pays for so-called blocking rights to prevent certain games from being added. And their ability to continue to expand Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services. And, yeah, Call of Duty's one of the big ones here. And, I mean, the new Call of Duty's coming out, and it's not going to be on Game Pass. So yeah, it's yeah, 
And uh, so apparently this is a thing that's in place for several years. So I think when Sony did their big deal back in the PS4 days for Call of Duty, they did a long-term ass thing where it's like, you're keeping the shit off there and you're keeping your exclusive shit with us. Yeah. I mean, someday it's going to come down to a dollar, but you know what this made me think of, Jim? Go on. Are these, is this similar to when we would be playing Heroescape? And hear me out. If I was already beating you really bad and you were using some unit and I would be overly protective, you're like, just let it fucking. I'm like, no, because you could end up beating me with this. So I got to take him out right now. Or if I would give mad early our friends advice, you're like, Shut the fuck up. You're like, I'm already losing. Like, this one thing is not going to do it. It's not a bad comparison. <laughs> and you would get so mad at me. You're like, that's ridiculous. And it isn't even like you're throwing out a Call of Duty. It'll be some little shit dig overpriced piece. <laughs> Fucking Parmenio with his 130 point cost to put him out there in only three, three stats. You're like, no, it's. And you're no. just surrounding and surrounding. He's the heart of my, he's the heart of my army. His ability didn't even boost anything else in your fucking army because we always did random picking. Uh, Jim. I mean, I think. You Sony piece of shit. That's what you are. I think I see what they're coming from. You're coming up. I'm like, yeah, look at that piece. Yeah, some shit dickery. That's what it is. (laughs) Whereas I'm at Microsoft over here going, he's not even that good a piece. What the fuck are you doing? Just let let me have him. You'd also say that about like Krug, which you damn well know could have done something big. Could have. But in the user's hands. Defense rolls are bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, we had to go deep and hear escape lore. If you got it, that's good. But yeah, uh, all two of you who would have gotten it, Jim. One of these days, we gotta do a live hero escape game. People need to experience the bullshit. We do. There's this one fucking YouTube channel I've been watching a lot of lately called uh, they're called Team APS. Okay, and what they do is like at least the videos I've been watching, they've been going back and like spending. I mean, we're not going to spend as much as they do, but they've been spending like hundreds of bucks to buy like sealed structure and starter decks from like oh, yeah. 2005, 2004 Yu-Gi-Oh! And just like God. playing with like the decks of the time and shit. It's just like such a cool little time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Did you see there's a Kickstarter fundraiser to for the next HeroScape set? No. They're, they're getting backers right now. And I saw it and it kind of interests me. Send me the link. We might need to. Um, Send me the link. Might need to back it, Jim. Bri, will you clean all of the rat poop out of the goddamn hey, bin with all the hero skate pieces? We cleaned it last time. It's good to go. Are you sure? Are it's you been re- a couple years. The real question is, are you ready to lose again? Bri, I've lost enough in that game. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more isn't going to change anything. But yeah, I mean, this, for all intents and purposes, probably closes the case on this. Hopefully we don't got to cover it anymore because the only thing that could happen- Bri, we're not going to stop covering this until the deal goes through or it's killed. Yeah, well- it There's would, always some goddamn news. I'm sick of it. There would be something hilarious if, like, next week they're like, hey, it's on Game Pass somehow. Like, if, if it – that would be the only thing that would make me laugh. That would be a shocker. So we'll we'll see what happens. I imagine it's kind of dead at this point. We'll see. We always, we always think there's not going to be more news, and then there's always more news. But Jim, we've been focusing on all the wrong shit. Right. That 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 uh, that whole deal is more petty than me with British women. <laughs> Look at her profile picture. Hey, <laughs> lies, 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 Jim. Evil, Jim. That's not very Sigma of you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, here here's the thing. We've focused on the wrong shit. There's been two trailers released recently. 
and I think it's since last week. So once again, we're appreciative it came out. But uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, the trailer came out. We know Capcom can basically do no wrong with their remakes. I don't care I, what you fuckers say, by the way, about Resident Evil 3. People hate them some Mario 3 remake. so fun. And yeah, sure, you can beat the game in two hours. Why is that always a bad thing? It's a fun game. Nemesis was awesome. Everything about that. I love that game. So, you know 4, and Jim and I have been outspoken about this, it's not the best Resident Evil. It took it to a direction where... It had its biggest downfall, in our opinion, where they went very action-heavy. I mean, it did save the franchise, too, but it was like a necessary evil. It was a double-edged evil. sword, yeah. yeah. Um, sure, it did basically create the over-the-shoulder mechanic. And, and to be fair, we both did love it when we played it back in the day. And we still love it. It's it just, I think we hate how much love it overshadows what we think are the best games. Yeah. But here's the deal. It was inevitable. They've done remakes for one, two, three at this point. Code it, Veronica getting skipped over. Which, be honest. As you point out, it needs it the most. But that's a shit if game. Any, Code Veronica and Zero, those are the ones that need remakes the, the most if you want to like, you know, fix Re- them and make Revelations them Revelations 2. <sighs> or even fucking Operation uh, Raccoon City. Oh, God. I'm not even worried about that shit. I mean, if you want to... Uh, all the multiplayer games. I'll, give us I'll, one good I'll, multiplayer I'll care about game. the mainline games. Yeah, so... Then then again, you know what? Fuck it. You know, like, Outbreak. Like, an Outbreak that doesn't take 45 yeah. seconds to fucking load a door opening. That would be nice. That would be nice. And you could play with your buddies. And that had all the great ideas. Just one reason or another, it was terribly executed. But Yes, it was PlayStation 2 internet game. But here's the deal. Capcom's on a hot streak. Even with three catching some shit, it's sold well. Four, you know, is going to sell like... That thing is going to be... Whatever two did, I have to imagine it's going to do better. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I kind of think... I think four is too much in the zeitgeist that like... That'll be the one that'll probably be the highest selling one they ever do. It'll be the highest selling. Then they can afford to fuck around and... Okay, maybe now you throw code Veronica. I'd be shocked if we ever see a zero. Like, I think five for the meme ability of Chris punching a rock would get it before before zero. Oh, yeah. I, I think zero is going to be forgotten. They'll never do zero. But I saw the trailer, and it's like all the other remakes. I'm going to buy it. It looks good. It looks good. I like the character models. They look good. What is something? So from the remakes. It looks like there's no Krauser. That's the one piece you and I talked about, especially like that last section gets too goofy with like everyone having a, all the the big guys having Gatling gun, Krauser in that castle. Like it's a little too much. After uh, what's his name? Is it Ramon, the yeah. little guy, and his two henchmen? Like <clears throat> after that, it kind of oh falls, Salazar Salazar. Yeah, it falls apart really fast for me. Yeah. I, I don't remember a lot of the game after Salazar, to be honest with you. Like the Regenerator, or Regeners, what the fuck? Regenerators, right? That's the ones where, like, they're, you, and they have the Iron Maiden, the thing that you have to, like, use a thermal vision. To oh, shoot. shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. They're, like, the scariest thing in that game. That's a really cool section, but it's, uh, yeah, that game, it could use a lot of cut content, but what I've noticed with all these remakes, they do some major sections that are completely new so you got to leave the village basically as is 
maybe throw in an extra scare or two. Mm-hmm. You got it. They, we obviously saw in the trailer there's going to be the uh, the fight on the lake with that thing Elgato or whatever. Yeah. Then the Get giant. The giant. Yep. So there'll be some things that stay the same. I'm curious for what they change. And then, like I said, yeah, what comes next? Because do they go five? But five is such a big game, that'd be too much. I think you will see Code Veronica after that. There's been a call for it long enough. Because if you go, like, five is, that's a big game. I mean, there's a lot of bullshit you can cut out of five, too. Like, there's a lot you can cut out of that. I feel like five got enough controversy when it was released. I don't think they're going to re-release it in today's market right that now that would be interesting yeah so <laughs> do they do they do a cop-out and they do it in south africa that's predominantly white <laughs> but still it's still in africa but they you never know jim you never know that would be very interesting if they go down that rabbit hole again yeah i but, mean they got shit in 2008 for that that's what i'm saying like they got they caught so much shit so yeah they probably don't want to touch that one <clears throat> um, you know what? Even though we love Revelations, I wouldn't mind seeing Revelations in the new engine. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like I real I like I've said before, love Revelations one yeah. of my favorite ones. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's a game Resident Evil 4 remake we knew was coming. I couldn't wait to see it. It's here. Great. We get another that and I'm sure you'll see Resident Evil 9 whatever that is. I don't know if they continue Ethan's story, but they got the Resident Evil Village DLC coming out. You still haven't played that, have you? No, I still need to. Yeah. Did you see fucking Kotaku had in one of their fucking Rage Bait articles that was basically said, rolling into their own next subject, that uh, James Sutherland of Silent Hill 2 and Ethan Winters of uh, RE7 and 8 are the same character? Yeah. I didn't even put it in as a topic because I'm like, I'm not giving them the fucking satisfaction for this. It's because it's, you know what it is? It's a white dude. I guess same kind of hair and tan jackets. It's, <laughs> it's fucking jackets. It's just enough where you go, they're the same. But as you pointed out, Silent Hill 2. Now, this is the one that interests me because... You've never played it, have you? No. The original. No, but here's my question. For, for Johnny Hari that you are, and you give me shit for missing well, out on iconic kind of games all I'm the time. I'm at the point now where I have uh the remake but i've heard how terrible the sound is yeah they butchered that port from what i've heard and the price for two is excessive to say at least yeah that's probably like what 70 to 100 now something like that at least 100 yeah damn so i'm at the point where i'm like i really want to play it but silent hill i never grew up playing it i was strictly resident evil other horror games i kind of looked at silent hill back then as like Corny is not the right word. There was something about it that was like, yeah, I didn't like the idea. It's like psychological, like back then. Like, okay. For some one reason or another, I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like they throw nurses and babies at you. I'm like, it's almost like too easy to get creeped out by that. It was an easy scare. Um, obviously, I've played the Silent Hill one. But here's my question: Why don't you remake Silent Hill one before? That- and I know two is much. Is the by all consensus, it's a better game. Yeah, but still, you don't start with one. That is weird that they didn't start with one. I'm I'm just guessing that Konami's like, we need to have a home run, and the thing that's going to be the easiest sell is going to be the most popular title. So yeah, this one though, it's um, 
and canonically, like you don't, they don't really bleed into each other that that kind of way. So they, they you can you can start still, with two. You like, I don't know. It just feels weird. You're gonna copy the Capcom structure. Like I don't want it to turn out like DC did with Marvel. They're trying to just copy. They're rushing shit. And from some of the reactions we've seen and some of the things we have on our our list here is there's some people that are pretty pissed off about this uh, this remake. Yeah, so uh, they did their little showcase of it, and like it's a little bit of a weird showcase. Like they have skateboards branded after Silent Hill is like a well, thing. Sure, you, when you think Silent Hill, you don't think skateboards, Jim. I mean, you got me there. Though that <laughs> fucking that dog plushie, I, I kind of want that dog plushie. I'm not gonna buy it, but I do want it. God damn it, Jim. But yeah, so actually, so this was I got to give this guy credit. So uh, the f- we actually have two gamers mads this week, all basing off the Silent Hill Silent Two weekend. Yeah. And actually, uh, I got a shout out to Agent Chris in the Discord. He's like, "Can you ever like find like a gamers happy topic?" I was like, "I'd love to throw one in there if, if they existed. If the internet wasn't built to like tear shit down well, immediately, especially, especially Twitter, especially Twitter. Yeah, I feel like we can find it elsewhere, but Twitter, you're it's very few, few and far between. Yeah, it's some rough titties there. We'll try. We'll try. But so first off from uh Baka Spook or Baka Soup or something whatever or well yeah Baka made... Spook. Baka Soup. Yeah. So he wrote if you think Silent Hill 2 remake looks bad it's probably a sign that you're getting too old to enjoy new video games. Stick to playing the classics and leave the conversation to actual gamers. <laughs> now my favorite thing about this is he waited like 2 or 3 days before he wrote I just wanted to see if Twitter would ignore something ridiculous like this or it just turn into anger-fueled internet hatred. I'm sorry. And here's the deal, yeah. Because if you want to see some people freaking out about a post, but actually, surprisingly, a lot kind of agreeing, too. But that's the thing. Younger generation, I mean, but that's natural for music and movies. Like, you're you're in a category of music where you're like, I stopped listening to Noosh after 97. Like, you gave up very early. Music is the atypical where... <clears throat> that I was a new metal boy, I'll have you know. That got me okay. to at least 2002. Okay. okay, 2002. But that's my point. Is like Music is that standard of, I don't like any of this new shit. Movies, that's never true. Like I don't think anyone ever just stops at movies. Yeah. Games are that new media where it's like, I don't know for sure... From all the people we've talked to, there's definitely some folks that's like, yeah, I still prefer the retro, but it's because they're tired of like the bullshit of DLCs, downloading things, like yeah, microtransactions. It's not even a, a comment lazy on lazy remakes. Game. Yeah, it's not even a comment on games itself. So I haven't seen that as much, but I I am curious. That comment did get me thinking. Like, will that be a thing? Like older generations well, who just like give up on new games are like. I don't like it. It's actually funny. Before he like posted that it was a joke, like there's a lot of people legitimately saying that like the old version's better because the mirror that he's looking in looked more dirty and grimy because of the limitations of the console. Like there's a lot of people like legitimately saying the limitations and like the bad graphics of the old game gave it more of like a creepier feel and shit like that. You mean like CRT dorks who have to do side by sides, which that it's not. They're not wrong. Move on. Like, <laughs> like, like, yes, those games were programmed to deal with the shittiness of CRTs. Don't act like CRTs are better. You, it, It's such a weird argument. It's like, 
I built but Brian, this the car. color grading and blending that you can get with sunsets was so much better with composite video than you get with the sharp pixels and the uh, checkerboard things of sharp pixels. Move on. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, have you anyone who bitches that much about CRTs clearly never helped their friends move and pick up a fucking twenty six incher that weighs five hundred pounds? Fuck your CRTs. I'm. You know what? I'll accept. Ah, it's a little too digitized. It's not a perfect sunset. I don't have to pick that motherfucker up. I still have my CRT in the other room, and you know what? It's heavy as balls. See, Bri, where you're fucking up is everyone knows that the perfect CRT is the 13-inch sharp. It's not at all. Perfect size, perfect weight, perfect carrying. It's got the got the two inputs you need for North America. You get your R, get your RF in the back. You get your composite in the front. We all know. Single-channel audio. At some point, they haven't perfected it. They will perfect so it looks mirrored image to a CRT. One way or another, there'll be something out there. I don't like comments like that, though. It's like, it looks better because it was shittier. Just like anyone who used to give, even with the original Resident Evil, they're like, the tank controls gave it a sense of horror because it was tougher. It's like, no, it was still shitty controls. Like, don't try and make it sound like the controls were good by any stretch. Yeah, it was tougher just by a limitation, not by anything good. So on its merit, it's never going to stand. So that I respect that guy now is coming back. That's why I don't trust anything on Twitter, though. I don't take anyone's shit serious when they say, like... Or from British women. Yes, or British women. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. I'm having fun tonight. Um, God damn 9% alcohol, fucking uh, pumpkin beers. But yeah, like, that's my question, though. Do you think... You've clearly, you and I have both accepted all new games, but I'm trying to think, like, I still haven't seen anyone that's like, nah, 8-bit's the only way, or there's nothing else. I mean, I'm sure they're out there. Like but... I said, with, like, with music dorks, like, you, where you're like, new music sucks, yeah, I'm just old, like, I don't fucking... Yeah, but why does old, it is an interesting thing. Why well, does old... I don't even think a lot sucks, like, I'll have a random song here or there that I'll be like, oh, that's a good one, and I'll download it to my iTunes. Yeah. But, like, also because of the nature of music this, these days, like, I don't go out of my way to buy full albums either. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, maybe I'm, in music, movies, video games, except what's new, but just because it's a remake, I'm also... Of the opinion, it doesn't mean it's going to be better. Like, I need to see what this game does. We saw with the HD collection, it fucked up the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, they fucked up the sound, the voice acting. It wasn't optimized well. They butchered the shit out of that. So, as long as the game still plays well, whatever. I'm fine with that. We'll see where it goes. Um, But, I mean, that was just one gamer's mad. The other piece (laughs) of this puzzle is... Uh, this fucking I feel, mirror. Like, I feel. I, I feel so bad for Masahiro Ito. So he was the main designer behind Resident or Silent Hill, and he has been arguing with people online for like a decade now. And this is just like the most recent one to put on there. But there have been so many like videos, like analyzing and over analyzing and breaking down like every little fucking speck of like the first couple Silent Hill games yeah. over the years. That people just had this insane head cannon in the their head. The lore. The lore behind it is how... So from the most recent tweet as of the 22nd of October, it's from Sound Hill 2, the original Sound Hill 2, 
So many people have asked me, but it's just headcanon. James doesn't look at the player. It's when he's looking in the mirror in the very beginning of the game. That's... Why is this a goddamn thing? And he follows up with that saying, I'm so fed up with this. Okay, here's the deal. And this... One of his most famous ones is people being like, oh, yeah, when you analyze Pyramid Head and you see the design, it's really like, you know, the three corners of James's personality and shit like that. And he literally wrote back, no, I thought it looked cool. <laughs> but you you and I saw that in college. Now, Jim and I, both engineering kids, Jim was has a great ability to bullshit. Yes, I do. And in art class... He could take something like write an essay on a bunch of scribbles and talk about how it represents. Don't don't you dare. Don't you downplay don't, me. Don't you downplay what down, I did. I'm downplaying you completely. The assignment was to go to the Philadelphia Museum of Art yes. and pick, you know, a picture there and write about its impact or something like that. Yeah. So I went to a room that was just filled with abstract modern art bullshit scribbles. Nothing but scribbles exactly. on a twenty by twenty canvas. And I wrote how it represented the the complexity of society in general today bullshitted my hey, dick off. That's my easiest point. A I ever got in my life. But that is my point where it's like, and then if you probably ask the artist, he wouldn't say that at all. Some and, could say I was the original YouTuber. I just was <laughs> I peaked too early, Brian. But but here's a question. We see this with all so many f- fan fantasy of lore that goes beyond what the creator had intended. Like at what point is it no longer part of the creator? Like, I feel like it belongs to the audience now. <laughs> well, that's that was the joke with South Park, right? Like with George Lucas, yeah, and Star Wars and all that. He's like, if he wants to keep going back and fucking with it, yeah, there's the original cup, but maybe he wanted it different. I, whatever reason, this guy just said no, that's not the case, and you have people arguing with the fucking guy who created it. Like, at what point do you just say? No, what you search for deeper meaning didn't have it. Yeah, <laughs> which is hey, just so hey, funny. Why? Which is which is actually also kind of funny for a game as cerebral and as analyzed as Sound Hill Two over the years. Which like, it is. But you all realize that there's a secret but, ending. But with he a literally dog. one of his most famous quotes for Ito is "Stop overthinking it." Once again, <laughs> they had a joke secret ending with a dog. How serious do you think that game is now? One of the best secret endings ever, too. But that's my point. Is like, I got into a big argument. I know you don't watch much TV, but uh, on HBO, there was a show called True Detective. Big crime drama, Matthew McConaughey. You mean the Woody show Harrelson. that everyone liked in the front se- first season and never liked again? Yes. Yeah. But even in that first season. Kind of like, like Fargo. Yeah. In that first season, everyone was like, oh, there's all these special meanings of these things, and they're setting up for this end. And of course, like every season finale of any show, there everyone's like, "That really let me down because I thought it meant this, this." And the creators like, "No, you just look too deep into that shit." <laughs> and like that's what I feel like with Silent Hill too. Everyone's attached this whole other idea. It's like, no, you can do that. Maybe that makes a great game, but fuck, man, like this mirror argument got me. I, I looked at and went, "Oh, you fucks! None of you are sigmas." <laughs> God damn you! Now I get to be mad about your new terminology shit. I'll tldr you into the listen, fucking ground. Listen, I will yeet you into oblivion, Jim. I mean, I it felt like as you were reading off Sigma, it was describing someone. Don't you fucking dare! Don't you fucking literally meet you, <laughs> I'm just, you piece I'm, of I'm shit. Just, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, don't go yee on me. I will not go yee. 
<laughs> You're kind of ying on the British. I am not. I am not You're ying, ying on, on the British. I disavow. <laughs> I love the Jewish people. I kicked the anti-Semite out of the Discord immediately. But, but Jim, how do you feel about the British? Fry. <laughs> You're assuming the British are people. That's your first mistake. God damn it. Here's my question. Marmite. If you eat Marmite. All right, Jim. But the real question is... You love Silent Hill 2. After seeing the trailer, do you want to play this? I do, but I'm like cautiously optimistic. Like, I hope it hits Game Pass. It also sucks that if we're hitting that era now where our old Xbox Ones, Bri, they just, just can't do it no more. Last legs. Just can't do it. Game Pass, nope. every, it's time to move on. Yep. But uh, like, I want to play the new Plague Tale, but it's not on Game Pass for our systems. And I don't want to do it over cloud because I don't want to like have like fucked up graphics and shit. Yeah. But back to the topic. I do want to play it, but I don't trust Konami right now because they haven't had like a new IP or a new title that's like been actually good. Have they've they had done, some great they've had some great collections. Have they done any remakes? Like major? Like I not, can't think of a Castlevania remake. I can't think of a Not in a long time. Yeah. Like no Metal Gears and there's been no remakes, just remastered hd remasters but there hasn't been a true remake they haven't even done a remaster in a long time yeah so yeah no it's been at least a decade since konami's really put out anything worthwhile that's new mm -hmm. so yeah i mean does it look good yes it does look good do am i i'm pure wait and see right now i'll see how the reviews are if the reviews are good i'll take a shot on it okay i mean here's what we want to hear from all you there's a lot of hate going towards the silent hill too there's some excitement, but... I actually want to say there's probably more excitement than hate right now. You think so? Yeah, I mean, there is some hate from the typical internet dummies, but I think there's a lot of excitement for it. Gotcha. But we want to hear from you guys. Are you excited? Do you hate it? Same with Resident Evil 4. Is everything you waited for? Or are you someone who wants a different remake? Other than Code Veronica. Don't want to hear about that one. <laughs> but yeah, no. With that, um, Chambers... What do you think of this? This is this is definitely one of my favorite I, pumpkins. I finished my second one about 25 minutes ago. Yeah. I pounded through it without even thinking. These are super smooth and these are And I'm feeling good right now too. Yeah. And so this is Middle Middleburg Heights, Ohio. So I don't For know. once something good from Ohio. <laughs> Except for Hawthorne Heights, Jesus. Ohio's for lovers, Brian. So I don't know how mass produced this is. I don't know where this reaches out to, but we get all the fathead shit out here in PA. So I hope you guys can get it too. Definitely try it. I know there's not much time left in October, but um, maybe you'll see a show in clearance. And that's a little like a uh, real life cheat code for you. Life hack. Dude, go out day out in November when they start putting out the winter beers. Pumpkin beers, they're going to start going on sale. So. Oh, they'll be mad cheap. And you know what? We still have uh, about a week left for our Show Us Your Pumpkins thing. We have a nice little grab bag of swag for the page that you can yep. win. So make sure to get those submissions in. It hasn't been taken off like no IPA May, but you know what? We've been getting some good you ones know what? in. What, what it was good to reveal is we always thought pumpkin beers were hated. Oh, they are hated. They are hated. But what's right. interesting is... You reach out to so many people who are like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be a part of this. They're just like, no, nah, I don't like pumpkins. They're just, <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's fair. Respect well, it. What's interesting is the 
dislike of pumpkin is higher than the like for IPAs. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Because, like, the no IPA May is about, like, disavowing IPAs. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yeah, I can get on board with that. Going a whole month without that style. But pretending you like something pumpkin related. You're like, nah, I don't. Nope. So. Uh, no cap. I mean, we're. <laughs> it, all all real by the way no cap is just the stupid man's real talk it's the uncultured man's real rap as we said before <sighs> so with that <laughs> we want to say thank you guys for watching we truly appreciate it if you haven't already hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell because the algorithm they don't love to show us but if you have if you're listening to us Please hit subscribe. If you give us a five-star rating, it really helps us. And we will read any review, even if you want to say we sound like a bunch of drunk assholes. Join the Discord. Join the Reddit. Yeah. And with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, guys.